All right, the Botai Masikat Baba Kama Masikat has been dedicated anonymously for the success of Hayalit Sabah, overseas in Eretz Israel, and for Pidyon Shivuim and for the Pitsuim. Masikat also has been dedicated for the Leda Kala Bishatova Mazal Bat Gila. And we begin Masikat Baba Kama Daf Bet, and we start with the Mishnah. Now, just as an introduction, to the Mishnah, we now shift gears from uh, Seder Nashim to Seder Nezikin. And Nezikin basically is going to give us an overview of Parashat Mishpatim, where many of these laws are found. And the Masechah is going to begin to talk about uh, damages. And there's four primary ways the Torah talks about damages. And when we talk about damaging uh, we talk about their features. Forget about what they're called, but each type of damager has a certain feature, and that's what really we have to pay attention to, because when we're going to want to categorize uh, similar uh, damages, we're going to compare them to their features uh, that they have. And the Mishnah right away begins and says, There's four primary Nizikin um, types of damages. What makes them primary? Avot, uh, because those are the ones that are written in the Pesukim in the Torah. So if it's written, it's an Av. Uh, if it's not written, that might be a subsidiary. And they are Hashor, Vehabor, Vehamav'eh, Vehahiv'ir. So let's go one at a time. Shor. So Shor would be Shor Hamazik, an ox. It's an old-fashioned damage. Now the ox can damage in many ways. So the Gemara have to tell us which part of the ox are we talking about. Ultimately, it's going to say it's horns, which is referring to kedin, which is the horns of the ox, which is um, uh, referring to shoda mazik, that's a nagah, where he gores. Then you have bor, this is the way the Torah writes it in this order actually. Bor is a pit. So the pit obviously is an open hole and somebody falls in it, so the owner of it is going to be responsible for the one that opened the pit. We'll see. I don't know what mav'e is. Okay, now she says, don't worry about it. So we'll wait for that. And then hiv'ir. Now hiv'ir is fire. Now the Mishnah says, why does the Torah have to write all four types of damages? Shor, bor, The Torah usually likes to uh, economize. So if you, if you can write one and learn the other ones from it, that's a better system. But the Gemara is going to say, or the Mishnah is going to say, Lo hare hashor kahare ve lo hare which means the, uh, the stringencies will say that Shor has are not found by Mab'eh, and the stringencies that Mab'eh has are not found by Shor. And therefore you cannot learn one from the other. And not even both of them, meaning if you put Shor and Mab'eh, now we're putting Shor and Mab'eh together. Shor is the ox, and Mabe also is the ox. 
The Gemara is going to say that's talking about the ox biting. So you have the ox goring, which is called shor, mave'eh is the tooth. Where the mave'eh is the ox eating. So what's the common denominator between shor and mave'eh? Well, sheyesh baruahayim. The common denominator is they both have life. An ox is a, uh, uh, um, a, 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 a living creature that is damaging. ish. But ish, she'en baruahayim. Ish does not have life. So therefore... If I just would have told you Shor and Hev'er, I would not, Shor and Mav'er, I would not have known Hev'er. Because I might have said only when there's life behind the damage, then you're liable. But maybe if it's just uh, an ash, which is really no life, so therefore I would have thought that maybe you're not going to be Hayah. Well, Shor and Mav'eh uh, and Hev'er have something in common. Their nature is they go out and damage. However, which means they move. The board is stationary. So therefore, just because you're telling me that Shor and Mav'eh and Hev'er is Hayab ben Ezekim, I might not have known Bor because the board doesn't move. So therefore, I cannot learn one from the other. So the Gabarad comes along and says, um, now before we get to the Tzad HaShaveh, let's read it as she. Lo hare, shor kaharem mav'eh. Kilomar, i katab rahmana shor, if the Torah just would have written shor, lo nafik mav'eh mineh. I wouldn't have known mav'eh. Ve'amtu lehachi, for that reason, it's the Rikhul Mikhtab. That's what I had to write it. Ulhachi Nakat Bereshah Kaream Mav'eh. Velon Nakatu Keseder. Which means, if you look at the order, the way the Mishnah started, it put Shor and then it put Bor. So you should have really said Shor is not like Bor. Why did you skip it and go to? Because we wanted to categorize the living items first. So we put Shor and Mav'eh together. And then we uh, went against boar that doesn't have life. So we went out of order. She will say, Then you wouldn't be able to categorize the Ruachayims. So we want to put all the Ruachayims together. But once you put boar in, there goes Ruachayim, because the boar is inanimate. The boar in Ruachayim. Here is between Shor and Mav'eh. You know, they have something that's similar. They're both Ruachayim. But I would not know Mav'eh from Shor. So that's a big Hadush. So that's why it starts the Mishnah by telling me even the items that are similar to each other, like Shor and Mav'eh, you still would not be able to learn them. Now, the question is, what is the Lohareh? The Mishnah doesn't tell us. The Mishnah just says, take my word. They're not similar. And you can't learn one from the other. But the Mishnah doesn't tell us what that uh, difference is. When it came to the others, it says, oh, these have uh, Ruach Hayim and the Esh doesn't. These are Darkan Lelech Hazik and the Boar isn't. So basically, at this point in the Mishnah, the Torah had to write the four Nizikim explicitly. 
Now the Gemara says, what do we have in common? We know what they have not in common, but what do they have in common? So the Gemara Mishnah concludes, that's the way of the Mishnah saying, the common denominator between them, that they are, uh, these are four types of damages that are common. Darkan Nazik. Fire is the way it damages. Oxes damage. Uh, 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 Boar damages. Now, it's not lelech. They don't, they don't all move. Because like we said before, a, a, a board doesn't move. So it's not lelech u Nazik. But it's Darkan Nazik. Each one in its own way. So, Ushmiratan uh, Alecha. What else do they have in common? It's incumbent upon the owner to watch it. Watch his animal. Watch his fire. Watch his zibor. And when it damages, the mazik uh, has to pay damages. He has to pay from the choice, the choice uh, of, the, uh, of the land. Uh, we learned in Gitin on Memchet. We learned Metav. Yeah, over there, Memchet, Memtet, over there. Yeah, that's what we learned the Sugiyah Metav. Okay, which have to pay from the uh, Edith as opposed to Ziburit. Okay. Very nice. That's if you're paying Karka, of course. Okay, now let's start the Gemara. Let's start the Gemara. Mediktani avot mechlal deika imahot. No, mechlal deika toladot. The fact that it says avot, so if there's an ad, there has to be a tolada. So the Gemara wants to know toladotem kayotze bahem olad kayotze bahem. Okay, this is going to keep us busy for the next daf. We know that the ad is the primary. But there's only four primaries. But there's clearly much more than four ways that you could damage. So all the other forms of damages are going to be subsidiaries to the four. And they're going to be called toladot. So then the question is going to be, do the toladot have the same dinim as the avot? Or maybe not. Because you don't always find that toladot and avot behave uh, the same way. Sometimes there's one rule for the Av, and the Todah has a different rule. So we want to know when it comes to Nizikim, how does that work? <coughs> are they Todot, are, are they like the Avot? Are they not like the Avot? And we'll see what the difference is. So the Gemara says, well, let's see. Gabe Shabbat Tenan. We learned Masechet Shabbat. Avot Melachot Arba'im Haser Ahat. So we ask the same question. There's 39 melachot, avot, meklad ika toladot. And the Gemara over there is, toladotahem bahem. Over there the toladot actually are like the avot. In which way? La shena av hatat, ve la shena toladah hatat. If a person commits an av, melacha and Shabbat b'shogeg, he has to bring a korban hatat. And if he commits a toladah, he also has to bring a hatat. An Ab, let's say, Zodaya, he plants seeds on Shabbat. A Toldah, he waters the lawn. 
That's a todah of Zodaya. If you did both of those b'shogeg, so either one, you have to be in Korban Chatam. La shena av sekila, ve la shena todah sekila. If you did it b'mezid. Again, the guy planted seeds in the ground, b'mezid, he got warned. Hayav sekila, a guy watered his lawn. It's a tolada, he did it b'mezid. Warned, get sekila. Umay ika ben av le tolada. So then, if they're so similar, what's the difference? Meaning, korban chatat, yibot chayav. Yibot chayav, sekila. So why do you call one an av and one a tolda? So the Yibarah says, I'll tell you, nafkamina. De'ilu avid shte avot behadeh hadadi. Let's say a guy did two separate avot. He did, uh, let's say, zoreya and choresh. And he forgot that both of those items are asur on Shabbat. Now, Ba'adei Hadadi doesn't mean that he did them, you know, within, uh, you know, uh, 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 simultaneously. It just means in one lapse, which means either he forgot it Shabbat, or he forgot that these things are forbidden. And he did two toladot. Mehayev akol hada behada. He'll be hayav korban hatat. For each lapse, so for each av, he's hayav a chatat. For each toldah, he's hayav a chatat. However, ve'ilu avid av the toldah dideh, but if let's say in one lapse she did the av and the toldah, you planted seeds and you watered the lawn. So that, and you forgot that both of them are soon. In that case, lo mechayev ela hadat. So you'll only be mechayev one chatat. So that's only the that's the nafkamina we found. That if you do an ab and, and it's tolada, you'll only be hayav one hatta. But that's not everybody that, that's not universally accepted. Well but according to the it actually says you'd be hayav to. You'd be hayav one hatat for planting and one hayav for watering. So then it's practically the same. Amai kari le ab. Why is one called an av and one called a da? They're actually the same. Ben the hatat, ben the sekila, ben if you committed both of them in the same lapse. So Yemarah says it's really semantics. Ah, the habab be mishkan hashiva kari le av. Ah, the habib be mishkan hashiva kari la tolda. Where do we learn the melachot from? From the mishkan. So if we found the melacha and the mishkan, it's considered a melacha hashuva. So we'll call that melacha an av. And if we didn't find the melacha in the mishkan, so we call it a tolada. But it's exactly the same thing. It's just that why do these melachot get to be called avot? And these are get called todot? It all depends if they were part of the uh, mishkan or not. Good. So at least we know how Shabbat works. Shabbat has avot. Shabbat has toladot, and the toladot are like the avot. Toldotehem kayotzebahem. Now let's give another case where you have avot and you have toladot, but the toladot do not behave like the avot. Tumah. So the Baran says, Gabe tumot tenan. And let's just review tumot. A corpse is called avi avota tumah. And if somebody touches the corpse, that would make him an av. And if somebody touches an av, that makes him a nishon, and then a shini, etc. So we're always going to talk about over here 
the Av is going to be the source of the Tum'ah, and the one that touches it, he's going to be called the Tolada, because he's the byproduct of the Av. And we know by Tum'ah that as the Tum'ah uh, degrades, goes lower, descends, so it's metameh, different things and different people. So therefore, Tum'ah is a classic case of Toldotehem, Let's read it inside. The Mara says, Let's give cases of Avatumah. Avatumah is referring to the Shiratzim. The Torah talks about eight different rodents, and those rodents are Tameh, of course, only when they're dead. And that's called the Sheretz, those the creeping, uh, crawling creatures. Vashikbat Zera. Shikbat Zera also is a semen. Also has a deen of Avatumah. Vetamemet. What does Tamemet mean? Somebody that came in contact with a corpse. Now, Toldotehem, Lavke Yotzebahem. If somebody touches an Avatumah, so they become a Rishon. A Rishon does not behave like an Av. The Ilu Av Metameh Adam Bekerim. An Av is Metameh another person, and also vessels. Ve'ilu, toladot, which means a avatum, a, a, a rishon, only is metameh, ochlin, umashkin metameh. Adam vekelim, lo metameh. So a rishon is not metameh, adam vekelim. A rishon is only metameh, ochlin, umashkin. So therefore you see what? It behaves differently. So now we have two examples. Shabbat, av todah. Todot to him, bahem. We have tum'ah. We have av, v'todah. Todot to him, lav bahem. So then the Gemara asks, hakamai. What about baba kama? What about the four avot nezikim? It has todot. But how do the todot behave? So the Gemara says, here we go. Amara papa. A typical rabbinical answer. Yesh mehem kayotze bahem, yesh mehem lav kayotze bahem. It depends. Some are similar and some are not. And now the Gemara will go through them. Taru Rabbanan. Let's go one at a time. Shlosha avot. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, so Gemara fixed that right away. Shlosha avot ne'emru beshor. Let's now just focus on shor hamazik. There's three. Uh, categories how a shor can be a mazik, and that is a keren, vashen, varegel. Keren is with its horns, we call that gory. Shen eats with its teeth, varegel, it tramples on kelim. Now, how do you know any of these damages? Which means now you have to find me in the Torah. The Torah is going to talk about a shor that damages with its horns. Because you just told me in the Mishnah that shor is an av. That's one of the ones that's in Parashat Mishpatim. So the Gemara says, Keren minalam. How do you know Keren? How do you know Goring? Banan. Shemot Perechav Aleph. Pasuk Havchet. Ki Yigach. It says Kiyagah, and the Pasuk says, Kiyagah shor ish, or it isha 
Vamit. So basically, an ox scores a man or a lady and kills the, uh, the person. So what is Yigah? That's the big question. We look from Kiyakah to Kiyakah. Right, Kiyakah in the second Kiddushin, exactly. The Kiyakah. There must be similarities. It's hinting. Right, there must be similarities. Baruch Atah, Numai, Lachim, Lachim, so the Gemara says, "En negiha ela bekeden." Okay, when you see the word negiha, it means goring with the horns. Shneimad, little navi, vaya aslos kia ben kenaanaya kane barzel, vayomer ko amar Hashem be'elatenaga et aram. So you had the Jewish king, Ahav, bad guy. You had the king from Shevet Yehuda, Yoshafat. And Ahav wanted to make an alliance with Yoshafat to go fight Aram. How's he going to convince Yoshafat? So he's going to bring him 400 false prophets, and they're all going to you know, tell him, yeah, uh, we got communication to go fight. One of the false prophets was Sitkiya bin Kinanaya. He was even more uh, uh, dramatic than the other prophets. He made a helmet that had horns on it. Uh, and he went and he told Yehoshaphat with this Karne um, Barzel, and he said, Take these, and with these you will gore Aram. Okay, but what do you see from this? Be'ele tenagah. So you see how the Navi refers to goring. Nagah. And the Torah says, ki yigah. So therefore, thanks to Sidkiyah bin Kena'anayah, we now know what the Torah means when it says ki yigah. It means goring with horns. Ve'omed. And if that wasn't enough, we have a pasuk from the kings that descend from Yosef. Bechor Shoro, Shoro is, uh, is referring to Yosef. Hadar lo, vekane re'em kanam. And he has the kane re'em, the horns of the re'em. Bahem amim yinagah. So the kings that come from Yosef will use their, their horns. And what will they do? They will gore their enemies. So we have two pasuki. So pick your, uh, pick your pasuk. Either you got a pasuk in the Navi. Or you have a pasuk in the Torah. So the Gemara says, "My Omer, what was the matter with the first pasuk?" Because where's the first pasuk? The first pasuk is in Melachim, and Melachim is Navi, and you can't learn a Torah law from the Nevi'im. All the Torah laws have to be from the Torah itself. So therefore, so if you have that contention that you're not happy with the proof from the Navi, so we brought your pasuk from the Torah. So the Gemara says, I don't know what you're talking about. Ve'ham melafu gilui milta be'almahu de'negiha be'kerenu. We're not learning anything from the Navi. It's just giving us a translation of a word. We're not learning any halachot from the Navi. All the laws of negiha we're taking from the perasha, whatever the Torah says. I just don't know what the word negiha means. So I'm using the Navi as a dictionary. That's all it is. That's called the Gilui Milta. It's just revealing to me what the word means. So there's no problem to learn from Navi, the Pirush of a 
word, <coughs> is the Nabi teach me any halachot? Absolutely not. All the halachot are from the parasha itself in, in, in Mishpatim. So we're back to the question. Why did you need a second pasuk? The first pasuk is perfectly fine. It's a gilu milta. Ela. Maudetema. Ki palig rahmana ben tam le muad. Hanimili betlusha. Ava bemechoberet. Ema kula muedetu. Tashema bechorshoro hadar. No. Okay. Let's go back. We didn't learn this yet. But we probably heard this in our, you know, learning of Hamash, uh, that when it comes to an ox goring, there's a difference between the first three times where the animal is called a tam, that means he's not prone to damage, and therefore there's a certain payout, it's, a, it's less, it's called hatsinezek, and then after the animal goes three times, he, 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 he becomes now, he transitions from a tam to a muad. A muad means he is, uh, you know, prone for damage, and therefore he has to pay the owner full damages. Good, that's, and that's the Torah's law. Tam Mu'ad. If I had the pasuk of Tzidkiyah bin Kena'anayah, how is the Navi explaining goring on horns that are detached? Because didn't Tzidkiyah be going to make these karneb uh, barzel? And he said, you know, with these uh, horns go uh, 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 fight uh, Arab, so I would have thought that maybe when the Torah says ki yigah and makes a distinction between tam and mu'ad, so maybe that's only talking about when the horns are detached, like in the case of Sidkiyab and Kinanayah. However, in the case where the horns are attached to the animal, maybe even the first time you have to pay full damages. And that's why we have the second pasuk to come along and say, you know, vekanede em kanab, that even if the uh, horns are attached to the animal, there's still going to be a difference between Tam and Mu'ad. Good. So now the Gemara says, great, you told me what the uh, Av is. The Av of Shor is Nigiha. I don't know what Nigiha is. Now I know. Nigiha is Keren. So what would be a Toleda of Keren? The Gemara says, Tolda de Keren Maihi. The Gemara says, well, actually, there's going to be four toladot. Negifa, that means the animal is pushing with its body. Obviously, it has to have kabanata damage, like goring. Neshicha means biting. Revitza means where it crouches down with kabanata damage on vessels to break them. And be'ita means where it kicks. What do all these toladot have in common with the av? Kabana lahazik. That's the major feature that Shor and Keren have. Keren's feature is kabana lahazik. The animal has intent to damage. So now... What do I care if it happens with his horns or with his body or with his teeth? These are all going to be toladot. The Torah doesn't mention the toladot. Torah mentions kiyigah. And kiyigah, we already said, is what? Is, is kidding. But there's other ways that the animal has intent to damage. He uses his body. He uses his uh, teeth. He uses his uh, legs. And that's also a toleda of kidding. And therefore, it's going to have the same rules. Ma'ishena nigihad kari le'av. 
Dichtiv ki yigach. The reason why you're calling Nigihan Av, because it says ki yigach. Well, guess what? Nigifan namiketiv ki yigof. That's amazing. A few pisukim later, when it talks about the ox damaging, it says ki yigof, which is what? Nigifa. So hold it. You have to be consistent. If Nigiha is an Av, because it says Ki Yigach, then Nigifa should be an Av, because it says Ki Yigof. Now, if you don't have a Gemara, you'll never come to these answers. The Gemara, it's amazing. The Gemara is going to say now, Hai Nigifa Nigihahi. What do you think Nigifa means in that passage? You think Nigifa means Nigifa? doesn't. Nigifa means Nigiha. And to confuse you, we use the word Nigifa. But don't think it's Nigifa. It looks like Nigifa, and it's spelt like Nigifa. Uh, and it sounds like Nigifa, but not Nigifa, it's Nigiha. Okay. Fine. Put that, uh, put that to rest. How do you know that? Because we have a Braita. The Tanya, we have a Braita. Patah ben Nigifa, besiyem ben Nigiha. You see this uh, throughout the Masechah, this type of language. The Pasuk opens up with Negifa, Kiyigof, but the end of the Pasuk ends up Kiyigah. So why is the Torah oscillating between these two words over here? Negifa, Negiha. Why did it just say one of the two words? Lomadecha. Zuhi Zuhi Negiha. It's coming to tell you that actually the words are interchangeable. That's exactly the point. The reason why the Torah starts the Pasuk with one word and finishes with different is to tell you that in the contents of Shoram Mazik, the words are synonymous. So then the Gemara says, but wait, my shina gabe adam that is two ways the animal can be mazik. Ashur can be mazik in Adam. Now when the shore is mazik Adam, it says kiyigah. When the shore is mazik ashore, it says kiyigof. Now it's damaging it in the same way. With the horns, with the kitten. So the Gemara says, well, now that you tell me it's the same thing, can we just ask one question? Why when it came to Shor, Hamazik et Adam, you said Ki Yigach, and when it comes to Shor, Hamazik et Ashor, you said Ki Yigof. So the Gemara says a Hadush here. Adam de itle mazala. Okay, Adam has a mazal. That's the end of Kiddushin. We talked about there's mazal or not mazal. That's the connection between the two masichdot. Now, let's just read the words. Adam has a mazal. Therefore, ketiv ki yigah. Be'emadelet mazala. An animal doesn't have a mazal. Ketiv ki yigof. All right, now you got it? It all depends if you have a mazal. So if you have a mazal, so then you deserve ki yigah. And if you don't have a mazal, then you deserve ki yigof. What in the world is the Gemara talking about? So that she's going to offer two interpretations. So let's read Rashi. First word, first wide line. At the end of the word. 
ליין, אדם דאית למזלה, שיש לו דעת לשמור את גופו. אהה. So מזלה doesn't mean מזל luck. מזל means it has intellect that human beings basically know how to protect themselves. They have an instinct to protect themselves. כתיב כי ייגח. לוודאי נתכוון השור להרע. I guess the animal knows that. That human beings have a mazal to protect themselves. So therefore, when the animal wants to damage the man, he's got to come after him extra hard with kabbanan lehazik. Uba'ala bekowah. So that's a more, you know, aggressive word. Because since Adam protects himself, so therefore the animal has to come exact with extra effort. Avan negifah habi mashma shemitzao omed. Negifah sounds like it was uh, spontaneous. Uh, he saw him standing there uh, and he just uh, he gave it to him. He gave it to him. Why? An animal, you don't need so much, uh, you know, aggression to get him. He catch the animal off guard. So therefore an animal can get a negifah Something that's spontaneous. But a human, it's going to be a little more pre-meditated. And that's why it's used, the word Negiha. I can learn something about uh, humans. Second shot, the Shnach Harina. Unbelievable that she here. Itle Mazala. No, Itle Mazala. He's got a, he's got a guardian angel. Ve'eno noach lahamito benegifah. You know, Adam's got protection. And therefore, now you can't kill him so fast with a negifah. Which is just a small push of the keren. That means, uh, to actually thrust the keren into his body in order to get him. So that's the second. There's a, like we said, a, a guardian angel that protects a man. And therefore, uh, the animal needs a little more, uh, you know, uh, thrust in order, to, in order to get him. Now, okay, what, what do we learn from this? So we learn from this. We learn from this an unbelievable lesson, the Gemara says. You know, Rashi over here, you see, I threw in the word malach. Rashi over here says malach. But over here he says, we learned in Yeshiva, we always mention the malach over here. Rashi says over here in the second explanation, Look at the the angel, the angel protecting the, the human beings under a certain mazal. 
ומילתה אגב אורכי כמשמעלן. וגמרא כמסלונג אינסס that we learn איך נדוש from this, דרך אגב, תמועד לאדם, הווי מועד לבהמה. מועד לבהמה, לא הווי מועד לאדם. Which means an animal clearly that kills people is more wild than an animal that kills animals. Because we just said to kill a person, it's got to be more aggressive. So let's say we establish that an animal is mu'ad to kill b'ne adam. Automatically, he's mu'ad for behemot, even the first time. But if he's mu'ad to kill behemot, does not necessarily make him mu'ad for adam. Because he's not as violent. And therefore, the first time he kills an adam... That's the first time. He that said that's something new. He went further. You understand what I just said? Mm-hmm. Now let's just talk this out for a minute. What is the law of an ox that is mu'ad to kill Adam? That's the question. Which means the first time he kills the Adam, we put the animal to death. So then the question is going to be not today, But one day the Gemara says, how does an animal ever become mu'ad le'adam? He, he's dead. No, no, you, you got to kill him. So the Gemara will give the answers. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm aware of that question. But the point is, is that even though the animal is a mu'ad le'behemah, let's say, he killed three behemoth. I mean, don't put the animal to death when he kills behemoth. The guy, well, it's nature, not his nature, but that's the Torah law. I don't know what the reason is actually why not, but the owner pays. But the point is, now the owner pays after three times, Nezek, Shalem. Let's say the animal killed three uh, 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 animals, and then killed his first man. We don't say he's a Mu'ad. It's a Nukal, he's a Tam. And therefore the owner is not going to have to pay, which is called Kofir, and different types of uh, uh, payments that normally would have to pay if he was a Mu'ad. So that's the Hadush of the Mishnah, or the Gemara, that Mu'ad le-Behemah is not Mu'ad le-Adam. Let's read that inside. Yeah, she says, Ve'agav urkei kamashmanan, fourth line, Kra, medetala negiha be-Adam, ve-negifa be-Behemah, temashma, noha hi ha-Behemah lamut, mena Adam, it's easier for the animal to die than the Adam, משמיענו דשור המועד להרוג את הבהמה גמול פעמים תרפשור is מועד to kill animals three times לא חשיב העדאה is not considered warned לגבי אדם ואיפה דנגח אדם באמת דינו כתם and what does that mean is like a tam תהנו משלם את הכופר the owner who's the owner of the animal does not have to pay a penalty that's called כופר לבתם ההורג אדם ונתם כלסן אדם כתיב. סקול יסקל. You put the animal to death. השור, ובעל השור נקי, and the owner is clear from paying any money. ובמועד, it says, וגם בעליו יומת. Now we don't put the owners to death. יומת means he has to pay. To some people that's like death. והיא מיתה, היינו ממון, שמשלם את הכופר. He has to pay the value of the 
אבדי נהרג. דמי נהרג ליורשיו, ולא מיתה ממש. תאמינו בפרק כמה דסנהדרין, על רציחתו אתה הורגו. You only kill a person if he murders himself, but you don't make him die on the murder of his animal. ואתה הורגו על רציחת שורו. אבל מועד לאדם, אבי מועד לבהמה. Once he's מועד לאדם and he killed three people, then he's מועד לבהמה. הוא מועד להרוג את האדם. הרי הבקייסה מועד להרוג את האדם. I thought we have to kill, kill the animal immediately. השקעתה כשלא עמד בדין עד שנגש שלוש פעמים. Which means before it got to court, it killed three people. So therefore, it's a מועד לאדם. Because it killed three people before it, 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 sent, uh, it went to trial. שלא נסכל מיד, כשמית הראשון. You don't kill the animal until it goes to trial. So the animal went on a rampage, boom, 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 it killed three. Then it went to court. Okay, the court over there ready. And then what? It, 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 it caught uh, an animal at the same time. So therefore, he becomes a mu'ad after the fact, or retroactively. And then already he's considered a mu'ad also when it comes to the, to the animal. So that's, that's that. Now the Gemara comes along and says, fine. Second tolada of Kedem. Second tolada of Kedem is called what? Neshicha. Gemara says, Neshicha, Todad Desheni. Where does Neshicha take place? The teeth. Bites. So seemingly it should be more connected to Shen. Shen is Mav'eh. So why are you putting Shen in Keren? So again, remember what I told you earlier in the, in the introduction. We don't care about the place of the body. We care about features. So the Yabara says, Shen, no. Shen yesh hana'ah lehezekah. Ve'a'en hana'ah lehezekah. Shen, its feature is, it's eating. Eating, that means the damager, the animal has hana'ah. Over here we're talking about, it's not using its teeth to damage where it has hana'ah. Like Ray said, it's biting. So therefore biting is not a hana'ah, it's just kamanal azik. Like goring. Goring is kamanal azik, it's like getting a hana'ah. So therefore the shen that we're talking about over here, that's similar to keren, is the shen of Bayit. She says, uh, she says, actually nothing. The Gebara says, Revisa Be'ita, these items of Revisa, crouching, which is a damage with the feet, the legs of the animal, Be'ita is kicking. The Gebara says, why is that a Toda of Kevin? Seemingly it should be a Toda of Regev. Some say Mav'eh is Regev. So it should be regular, because it's happening when it's with again. But don't fall into that trap. We don't care if it's the same part of the body. We care about the feature. And what's the feature over here? Kavana lehazik, without any benefit, just kavana to damage. So the Gemara says, no. Regal is a kamatsui. The damage of regal, we're going to learn about, is a common damage with animal just walking down the street and steps on something. Okay, it's normal. However, over here, the animal's going out of its way to that. It crouches on something and smashes it with its feet or sees something and kicks it. That's a different item. 
So therefore, it's more like Kerem. Rashi, the Bitzato, not the Regal. Ta'idek kififat raglayim he rovetzit. Rashi's just explaining why he's crouching with the legs. Because how does the animal crouch? With his legs. That's how he damages. Regal is a kamatsui. Why is Regal considered common? The chol sha'ah he mehalechet. Vimiyashklum ta'at ragleha he doreset. Listen, the animal's always walking. So if there's going to be something under its legs, it's going to, it's going to damage it. Okay, that's called Ezekan Matsui. However, Hane, and Ezekan Matsui, Hilkach, Toldad, the Kerenhen, then Ezekan Matsui, Ben Hanaz, Ezeko, Umshalem, Hatsin Ezekan. Now, what's, what's the, what's the uh, practical halakha that comes out of these, that you're classifying these Toladot as part of Keren? That means the first three times you pay Hatsinezik. So therefore, in, in, in the case where the animal bites without, you know, benefit, benefit or kicks, you know, some guy's, uh, you know, uh, vessel and breaks it, the first time, he's not going to have to pay full damages. Because again, it's categorized as, um, as, uh, as Kedin. So the Gemara says that after already we identified the Tordot of Kedin, the Gemara comes along and says, uh, so m- maybe this is it. Ela todotehem lavka yotzebahem. So it can't, it can't, it, it shouldn't be on this, because here it sounds like the todot of Kedem are these items. It sounds like these are similar. So when it said, what was the answer that we said above? Some behave like the Avot and some don't. So it says, If it's going on these, What's the features of Keren? Your intention to damage. It's your money. It's your animal. And you got to watch it. Well, guess what? All these two don't have exact same features. Ela toda de keren ke keren. There isn't. That's it. So when it comes to keren, todot tehem ke yotzebayim. So where are we going to find the todot are different? So the Yemarah says, Vichi kamara papa. When did the papa come along and say that the todot are not similar regarding shen and regel? The todot of two other ones. Shen and Regal. Now, we didn't mention Shen and Regal in the Mishnah, but they're going to be under the category called Mav'eh. But the Gemara is going to tell us tomorrow. Mav'eh can either mean a tooth, or Mav'eh can actually mean the animal, you know, kicking. And therefore, we're going to see, regarding Mav'eh, it's Toladot might behave differently. Stop over here.